What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today I'm going to be doing something special because uh, draft day is tomorrow at 8 o'clock in Detroit. So in my home state, you already know. Um, but I'm going to be selecting a few teams that um, I've really thought about the most when it comes to what they need in the draft and how they how they how they can address it you know so um without further ado let's get into it so the teams i've decided to really take a close up on um is the lions uh texans panthers and commanders so those are the four teams now um keep in mind these are strictly my opinions you don't have to agree with them but you also don't have to uh, come at me for not uh, not saying what you what you would say uh, per se. So without further ado, let's get into this one. So see, the Lions have the number two pick in the draft, and they also have the thirty second pick due to the Rams pick because they won the Super Bowl. So um, a lot of speculation: should the Lions take an edge rusher? Should they take a corner? Um, we know last year Detroit really um, kind of struggled when it came to getting to the quarterback although uh the last few games of the season they they really picked it up a little bit i know that uh, against the cardinals um they really they got after kyler murray quite a bit and he's actually a really hard guy to track down you know and but also when it came to defending the pass i mean they only had uh one or two guys that really stuck out that was armani or warrior and um he had six picks but for me, he was really the only bright spot when it came to the secondary. And uh, I think if you're Detroit, yeah, an edge rusher would be good. But I think with the guys that they have coming back in, plus, uh, you know, who they may pick up for the rest you know, of the offseason or whatever, and who they might even draft in the later rounds, um, I'd, I'd honestly, uh, I'd go with a corner. And uh, either Derek Stingley or Ahmad Sauce Gardner. I, I'd personally go with Sauce. I really would. He's... He's a big guy. He's fast for his size. He's 6'2". He's got really long arms, and he didn't allow a single score in the red zone this year at Cincinnati. So, personally, I go with um, I go with a corner. You know, because <clears throat> I mean, like it or not, we still have guys like Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson in our division. And um, even though we play those guys only twice a year, you know, those two games are divisional, so they're they're pretty important. And just thankful that we don't have to worry about Devontae Adams anymore. Next, we have the Houston Texans, and <clears throat> Texans are pretty interesting to me because a lot of people talk about their wide receiver core, oh, their wide receiver core isn't that good, this, that, and the other, and I, truthfully, I think it wasn't as bad as people said, and I guess you could say, well, I mean, that could be because of Brandon Cooks or whatever, who they also just extended, which I'm surprised that he uh, agreed to be extended, but um, other than that, they don't really have any notable names. They have, uh, I would say... Maybe not an up-and-coming guy, but a solid guy in Nico Collins, uh, actually from out of Michigan. Um, <clears throat> but the Texans have a lot of holes everywhere, except the quarterback position. I mean, Davis Mills, obviously, they're going to see what he can do in year two. And uh, he played really well down the stretch uh, last season. I think in like the final four games, he had nine touchdowns, and, you know, uh, 900 yards. He just played really good down the stretch. So, um, <clears throat> But... Other than that, I mean, literally, they could they could use pretty much anything. So, and they have the the, the third and thirteenth pick. So, if I were them, truthfully, with the third pick, I draft an O line. I really would. I draft an O line. Got to protect Davis Mills. All right, he's already proven 
that he can work with, you know, average mediocre receivers plus Brandon Cooks. But then you also have the 13th pick. And with that, if I doubt Derek Stingley falls that far, honestly, if he does, I'd be surprised. But if he does, I'd, I'd take him if I were Houston. But truthfully, <clears throat> um, I'd, I'd, I'd go all defense. Really, there's no there's no wrong answer. Um, honestly, I, I'd give Devin Lloyd a look. You know, Devin Lloyd, or even, you know, if Kyle Hamilton falls, which I think it's a pretty good chance that he could, uh, Kyle Hamilton. You know, just anywhere on that defense needs work. And same with offense. Offensive line, they need a new running back because they don't have David Johnson anymore. Um, you know, a, a receiver, a, a, and plus they have, they have second, third round picks, so they can address pretty much everything this draft. And, you know, that can be, that could be the starting block, you know, for a rebuild or, or whatnot. Next on the list, we have the Panthers. This one's interesting to me because, and I put a lot of thought into this. I did a whole bunch of mock drafts where I traded people, traded picks, and got players in return. Um, but the bottom line is that um, you look at the Panthers team all around. They are a good football team, right? They are a good football team. The only thing they're lacking is a quarterback, all right? That's literally what is keeping them out of being competitive when it comes to, you know, teams like Tampa Bay or New Orleans. You know what I mean? Um, and this division, I feel like, is just going to get harder. You know, it's not going to be NFC West or AFC West hard, but it's going to be it's going to be difficult. And um, but truthfully, they are they are one decent quarterback, not even a good or great quarterback, one decent quarterback away from possibly being you know playoff contenders. You know, not Super Bowl contenders, maybe not even division contenders, but just the playoff wild card talk, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, Sam Darnold, I know they picked up his fifth year option, but, you know, Matt Rule, he's hinted towards he's not gonna, you know, he's probably gonna go after quarterback, but at the same time, this is what I would do, i draft an offensive line, because offensive line is actually something, I know it, um, it just got, it kind of got shaded by the poor quarterback play, um, <clears throat> but it was, it was an issue, you know, so don't let that go unnoticed. But I mean, honestly, you know, and I know Matt Rule said he, you know, if it came down to like Baker Mayfield getting a guy like him, that wouldn't be a, a bad a bad option. He said he's not, but he said that he wouldn't trade for Baker until after the draft to see who they get. But I mean, in the draft, if you do want to go with the quarterback, I guess Kenny Pickett. He's the most pro ready, and I feel like the way that their team is, like if you get a decent enough player at the quarterback position, you guys could be in win now mode. Maybe not, like I said, maybe not Super Bowl or division titles, but certainly competing competing at eight eight or nine wins. Certainly better than five, what they had. But yeah, truthfully, I draft um because <clears throat> they've got a decent pass rush, got a decent secondary. Um, I personally just I I go with an offensive line. I wouldn't want to draft a quarterback because basically. You know, who knows? Obviously, you can't be for sure. Maybe if they draft a quarterback, you know, like Kenny Pickett, he could play great right off the bat, and they and they could be contenders, you know. But I don't want to take the chance at starting from scratch again because it's already been a rough few years with quarterbacks. Next team on the list, and the last team on the list, is um, the Washington Commanders. Now, Washington was interesting to me um, because, you know, uh, we, we just we talked about, oh, they're going to – Maybe go after quarterback, you know, Malik Willis or even Kenny Pickett, you know, some something like that um, because they didn't have a good quarterback. Taylor Heineke wasn't bad. He just wasn't good. And uh, obviously, I mean, just the last few years for Washington has been hard, especially when it comes to quarterbacks. 
Um, but I mean, now you have Carson Wentz. They traded for Carson Wentz, um, and he's definitely an upgrade from what they've had since you know 2017 when they had Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, and plus they they have a decent defense. I do think uh, they did have a lackluster season that could be uh, contributed to the fact that uh, um, Chase Young was injured for majority of the season. And uh, I don't know, but the linebacker play was awful to me. Um, but still, I mean, you have to look at it on paper. People are coming back healthy with more experience under their belt. This defense could be back to what it was. You never know. But, I mean, they have a better quarterback. And um, I guess the thing that bugs me is that, you know, um, the pass protection. The pass protection and the wide receivers. We obviously know Scary Terry's top-notch. Scary Terry is, is really good. And for the... The amount of poor QB play that he's had, he's done pretty well. I mean, a thousand yards and what two of his uh, three seasons that he's played. Um, now that he's got a better quarterback, who knows how good this is going to be? It could either go north or either it either could go very south. You know what I mean? But if I were um, Washington, I'd address the immediate need. Okay, <clears throat> I'd get I I draft an offensive line in the first round. You know, and then. Second round, I think I'm pretty sure they have a second round pick. I draft a receiver because there's still some decent receivers off the board in the second round. But even then, you don't even necessarily have to take a, a receiver. There's no wrong answer here in the first round for Washington. It's either an O-line or receiver. And if they were to choose a receiver, Drake London. All right, Drake London. I think he'd still be available, you know, nine times out of ten. You know, or if you want another speedster, you know, someone like Garrett Wilson or, you know, Chris Olave, but I feel like they would benefit with a big frame guy like Drake London, who's six foot five. You know, he's got good hands, he's got good speed for his size, good quickness for his size. So having a guy like Scary Terry, who's good in the slot and is very quick and agile, you'd also have a guy in the red zone, you know, which would benefit not only that offense but Carson Wentz, you know. And I know um, they already got guys like Antonio Gibson. But yeah, the two main focuses for them are offensive line and receiver. But either way, like I said, no wrong answers for that for the first round for the commanders. But yeah, there's just one little tiny thing I do want to address. I, I maybe like a bonus thing because they won't be drafting uh, in day one tomorrow. Um, the 49ers. We know what's going on with Debo right now. He doesn't want to stay because of his role. You know, obviously he had a lot of 1,400 receiving yards, but also he ran the ball a lot. They had him as a tailback in the backfield, and he just said, you know, he wants to stick to his position position and play receiver full time. So unless, and also he wants 25 million dollars, which I think is somewhat absurd. Do I think Debo's good? Yeah, I just don't think he's done enough to get 25 million a year. But um, like, give me one more like superb year, and then we'll talk about. It. You know what I mean? But that's besides the point. I totally get why he wants to leave and go play somewhere else, you know, because he wants to just be a receiver. He doesn't want to carry more than one load because that, I mean, that could end your career. You never know what could happen. It could end your career in, you know, a few years. And maybe Debo wants to play until he's 30. You know what I mean? Well, he's already 26, I think. So, I mean, maybe Debo wants to play until he's 33. You know what I mean? So... If I were the 49ers, I'd honestly consider trading future first-round pick to maybe trade up into the first round and maybe snag a receiver, you know, uh, because you don't know what's going to happen with Debo. And I, 
and honestly, a week ago I would have said, no, he's gonna he's gonna play for him in 2022. Now I'm starting to think, no, he's not. <laughs> he's not going to. So honestly, if I would I even even if you trade up in the second round to get an, you know an earlier pick in the second round to get a receiver, like no wrong answers with ease, either of those. So um, yeah, that's just my thoughts. So. Alright guys, I hope you guys enjoy that episode. Um, tomorrow's draft day, guys. 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Be ready for it. And, you know, just hope that your team doesn't screw it up. I know I am, you know. But for me, I, I guess for the Lions, I know I've said this a lot today, no wrong answers. Edge rusher, corner. For the Lions, there really isn't any wrong answer right now. Um, I think I'll be happy with about anything, honestly. But, uh, yeah. Hope you guys have a good day and God bless.